0: Good evening. It is Monday, January seventh, and you're listening to ten dozen minutes of superb owls with Jake and Mr. Skullhead. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and Jake is on the line.
1: I am. I'm um, a month ago, apparently. I think you meant February seventh, Mr. Skullhead.
0: I might have
1: Super Bowl in January. <sighs> Foot.
0: Foot. Ah, uh, Super Bowl. Do you watch any? Do you watch any Super Bowl? I did not. I uh, I don't,
1: even, I don't even have cable, man. I don't
0: even own a TV. I actually have an antenna now hooked up to my TV, so I can get a couple of channels. For things oh, did like, you have to
1: get one of those digital converter
0: things. No, because the uh the TV that I have is new enough that it just had it built in. And ah. had an HD tuner. Tuner. I, I watched a little of it. The Mrs. and I went on a date, and we had the like, kind of a short notice. We got a somebody who wanted to come over and watch the kid for an evening and like, well, we're not hungry enough to have like a dinner be a centerpiece of the date and she just went and saw a movie, so we didn't want to see a movie like we had this weird moment of trying to figure out what people do on a date. So we ended up at a bowling alley and there was a little bit of the the old Super Bowl playing there.
1: Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say you just ended up having sex in the backseat of your car.
0: Well next time. Next time.
1: But you can do that even at home, you know. Yep. Parked in a garage. With the car running. Yeah. It's kinda like autoerotic asphyxiation. Except it's just erotic asphyxiation.
0: Well, there is an auto involved.
1: <laughs> that's that's true.
0: If it were warm enough. We could be in the garage with the car running and not worry about fumes, because we drive ourselves a Prius.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. It would just be running on battery power, not killing anybody or anything.
0: Uh-huh. Except,
1: you know, I think the, the, the less a car is capable of killing people, the less cool it is, by definition.
0: Yeah, I was going to say killing nothing except my masculinity.
1: You know what was a cool car was that dune buggy from Mad Max, uh, the Road Warrior.
0: That's true. It was. Did that kill a bunch of people? I've never seen any Mad Max. It looked games.
1: like it could have. It had some spines on it. Ah. It had a battering ram that you tied somebody to the front of to freak them out, I guess, right before you killed them.
0: I mean, everything that I've heard about Mad Max makes it seem like it. I'm missing something extraordinary. But you—you've
1: never seen Mad Max?
0: I haven't seen any of them. No.
1: The first one. Wow, that's that. It that seems like a strange gap. And you know, I'm not saying that you're missing the second coming of Christ or anything. Although, if you want to, if you want to see the second coming of Christ uh, in a Mel Gibson-related project, I can recommend a couple things.
0: Um, uh, Brave Braveheart.
1: Heart. We were discussing. Uh, we were discussing Braveheart, which was a or no, Die Hard. Die Hard. The Heart. cross between Die Hard and Braveheart, where uh, he says, "You can, you can take my life, but you can never take my machine gun." Ho, ho, ho.
0: Exactly. Or. Uh, I- It could be that, uh... It's a cross between Die Hard and Dragonheart. Ooh. Yeah. Sean Mm -hmm. Connery's
1: the last of his kind. Just like it's Zardoz.
0: Good ol' Zardoz. Talk about words that really seem like they ought to be palindromes, but aren't. Like Lemon. Yep.
1: Uh, so, the first Mad Max is, like, not really, uh not really fantastical at
0: all. Isn't that pre-apocalyptic?
1: Yeah, well, it's like uh, I feel like it's a, a, a civilization collapse in progress. Uh. Ah. But like he's a policeman.
0: It's a he mid-apocalyptic.
1: A but there there are like, you know, there's just a lot of uh, a lot mm. of unrest. There's a lot of roving gangs of murderers. Mm. Uh, but then the second one, I mean it's it's just like do you not are you not into the like sort of post-apocalyptic genre? Cuz it's no. pretty canonical.
0: Oh, I'm absolutely I don't know that I'm like a huge fan of the genre, but I wouldn't avoid it.
1: The Road Warrior is worth watching. It, it, you know, it, it is the source of a lot of tropes and a lot of other things. Yeah.
0: I felt like I should have watched both of those when we were doing the Nomad stuff, but there were enough things that you can just kind of grab from the culture mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that Tina cool Turner though. song. That what? Tina Turner song? Yeah, we don't need another hero.
1: Right. We don't need another hero. We're all full here in Mediterranean.
0: And I like the mystery science theater joke that anytime somebody brings up a, a Thunderdome in kind of a disparaging way, you should say, can't we just get beyond Thunderdome? But it doesn't work if it's the Thunderdome in the movie. It should be a, a different Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't see a whole lot of
1: Thunderdomes. Usually when you see a Thunderdome, it is the one from that movie.
0: Right. We have uh, a lack of Thunderdomes, I feel, in modern society.
1: I was at a party, uh, and I was talking to this dude that I know, and we were discussing different sorts of of, uh, nerd weddings that you could have. And uh, one was that you'd do a normal wedding, and then you'd film it, and then you would splice like a Tie Fighter versus X Wing battle into the sky behind the wedding,
0: uh,
1: right? With the sound just completely, completely overdoing, over overwriting every everything that was recorded of the wedding. Um, but that's not really, you know, that's a nerdy thing to do after a wedding. If you haven't seen Beyond Thunderdome, which you haven't, this isn't going to make a whole lot of sense to you. But uh, so the way that the way that the fights worked inside Thunderdome is uh, that you're on like these big sort of bungee cord harnesses
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, and it's a big metal dome and there's like spikes and stuff sticking to it and there's like a bunch of weapons attached to the inside of the dome you can like jump up to and get and so we thought well the two people get married <clears throat> they get tied onto those things and they have to leap up to the top to retrieve their ring from somewhere up on top of the dome all the while the crowd is chanting two people enter one couple leaves
0: Oh, that's nice I like yeah that.
1: Thunderdome wedding. They could if you'd like to have married. a Thunderdome wedding, just write me a check for $5,000, and I'll give you my, my permission and my blessing.
0: Hey, Write me the check for $5,000, and I'll perform the ceremony. Ooh, are you are you ordained? I'm going to have to be in a little bit. One of our, oh, right. our friends that are getting married want me to do the, the administrating. All right, I forgot about that.
1: So we, uh, we've been trying to nail down uh, dates for... Speaking of weddings, we've been trying to nail down dates for KOLCon. Um
0: thanks for freaking me right the fuck out. Yeah. We
1: uh uh
0: I like her over you know the course like of the last three days, uh
1: both of the weekends that we would have liked to have gotten the venue that we got last year, we called, they said, Yep, that date's available. We were like, Okay, we'll give you a call tomorrow after we you know, decide that's what we want to do for sure and then we'll we'll get you a check for the deposit and then like four hours after they told us that, in both cases, somebody else booked the fucking venue. Huh. So we just can't use that venue unless we want to have con in October.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I was talking to Zlania about that, and my initial gut reaction was that would be kind of awesome. Like, I would probably be a little sad to miss, like, Halloween here with Ollie, but that would be interesting, I think. Like, a, a different climate... For the meat, different time of year.
1: Well, I mean, it would be it would be far hotter. So, I mean, it would be far hotter
0: d- in October than September.
1: Oh wait, why did I think October came before September? It, you know why? You oh, know I'm why I battle. thought that? Jesus! It is because I never learned the fucking order of the months properly. Um, I, you- I don't know, man. I mean, I I feel like I don't know. I My my gut says don't do it on Halloween weekend, because we're the kind of crowd to whom Halloween is important, right? Right. And, like, you know, I'm sure people would still show
0: up. But if we're... I don't know. If we're the kind of crowd for whom Halloween is important, would they enjoy having a Halloween with a whole bunch of like-minded nerds? Or would you just assume that everybody has something going on locally?
1: Yeah, I feel like everybody has something going on locally. Zly said, and it's Halloween weekend, so everybody will have it off. And I'm like, no, no, they won't. Nobody gets Halloween off. Like, <laughs> the, But, I mean, it made sense when she said it. It wasn't until she walked away that I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense at all. You
0: had a little fridge logic moment?
1: I mean, Halloween's on a Monday, so I, mean, I guess they'd be home by then anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I mean I was thinking that I was thinking that October was before September. <laughs> so that's the whole the whole time of that conversation I I I think basically the whole time I was having these conversations with everybody today, I just sort of was not paying attention. Or or it's possible that I woke up stupid.
0: Ah, uh, you woke up on the stupid side of the bed? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know for sure no. that uh, Jick has this weird twelve sided bed. So He can wake up on the wrong side. He can wake up on the, like, squishy side. Which is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, sometimes I wake up on a grouchy side. Uh, Sometimes, yeah, the dumb side. Um, Sometimes I wake up on the sassy side. Mm. And boy, you don't want to get in my way then. Because I'm full of
0: attitude. Sassitude. Some might even say. I'm not sure why some would say that, but they, they would.
1: I get to, uh... I get to uh, I get to whip out some caulk later.
0: Excellent. Are you going to fill some holes with your hard caulk?
1: I am. It's well, long... it's going to be soft to yes. begin with.
0: Well, of course. And then I'm
1: going to I'm going to manipulate it and then hopefully later it will get hard so as to get the job done.
0: Yeah, it's I mean it's going to go in soft just fine. But right. eventually you're going to After warm leaving
1: hard. it alone for 24 hours, it will harden enough that it's okay to get it wet.
0: Right. And then you can paint it. Paint it. Paint it. I don't, don't know think where you're, where you're talking to paint but, the but of your shower Some sometimes you... Sometimes you paint caulk. Yeah.
1: Uh, although this said you could paint it after like two hours. Wow. I'm dubious. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to paint it because it's it's against some like sort of stone stuff. Some kind of big tile thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh yeah, I took a shower the other day, and then my garage, it was raining inside my garage. Oh. And then I realized it was because the, uh... My cousin, who was a grown-up, came to visit me a year ago, and he was like, you know, you really need to recock the shower, or it's gonna start leaking. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I just did nothing for a year.
0: You just fully intended to do it at some point.
1: No, I just forgot. Ah. You know, it, it like... I'm sure that a normal person would hear that, and it would go into, like, the bucket of things that they need to take care of around the house that's in their brain, but I just, either that bucket just has a bunch of holes in it, or I just don't have that bucket.
0: Right. Well, I don't know, like, I let our bathroom go for quite a while, when it might have been getting wet behind the shower board that was in there. But once you get to where it definitely is wet behind the shower board in there, that's when you gotta get in there. It's better if you can do it when it before it needs doing, but man, yeah, it's just I know they will they rough. will
1: freak your shit out about mold, but I'm of the opinion that, you know what, like people been living around mold for millions of years. And like, every once in a while you die, probably, but like, for the most part you don't.
0: Right. And like when we had that mold scare in our in the condo the people came and said oh my god there's this amount of toxins in the air according to our instruments we gotta get in there and we use this proprietary thing to kill it off and seal it off and we found that what they did was spray it with bleach and paint kills over it which are two things that we could totally do and also the concentrations of mold in the air inside were about the same as the, mo- the air outside so we're like oh my god look at the you, I mean
1: do you think that means that your house's mold infestation was so intense and so powerful that it was actually poisoning the entire neighborhood
0: yeah no I don't think so
1: I don't know man I had a plumber doing some work and he had to cut into this like drywall thing and there was some mold in there and he was like Whoop, oh, I can't touch it anymore like it's a liability thing Like, you got to have these other guys come and take care of it. So then I had these other guys come and take care of it, and these other guys came out and they were like, yep, that's no big deal. (laughs) They told the plumber, and the plumber went back to work. Uh, Yeah, I don't know.
0: I I mean, is it a
1: thing where somebody sued somebody once because of some mold somewhere, and now everybody has to cover their ass and freak out about everything all the goddamn time? Was there some moral panic in the 80s about, like, could the mold in your ductwork be killing your family?
0: I'm sure that in concentration and with people who are sensitive to it, that sure. That it would be dangerous to have. And it, it would probably mess with your breathing a little bit, if even if you weren't sensitive to it. But I do think that the vast majority of it is just, like, you know, big mold. The corporation, you yeah, know, just... Another thing that you can spend a shit ton of money having fixed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway. It's the man. Anyway,
1: so probably under this thing that I that I pried up, that was the the biggest culprit for leaking. There's a lot of you know discoloration of stuff that I don't know what color it was to begin with. Probably super moldy. But I think you know what? What better place to be exposed to toxic mold than in the shower when you've got a stream of fresh, clean, purifying water. To yep. clean all that mold right off your lungs.
0: Yep, you just gotta breathe that in.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I usually I usually just do like a sort of makeshift netty inside the shower. Sure. Yeah. I hang upside down from the ceiling in the shower, fill my nose up via the shower head with the water just as hot as it will go, and okay, then uh, just wait for it to drain out.
0: That right was not what I thought was the reason why you had the big, like, Handlebar thing in the shower Oh yeah? Yeah, you, you don't even want to know what I was thinking mm-hmm.
1: You know You know I used to be I used to be about having sex in the shower I guess I don't know if I was ever actually about it It was always something that I was like Oh yeah, time to do that That's a thing that happens every once in a while huh. But then now I just think like You know, I would just rather not be in the shower When I'm having sex where I'm not worried about, like, falling down and breaking a hip.
0: See, I was always Mr. Fool Around in the bathtub slash shower. And then when things are reaching a critical point, like the point of insertion, you just run the hell to the bed and throw a towel on it and go for it. Mm-hmm. I would, I would pretty much always rather be having sex on a bed.
1: And by throw a towel on it, you mean wear a Jimmy hat.
0: Yeah. If you like it, then you should have thrown a towel on it, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, if you liked it, then you shouldn't have gotten it pregnant and given it gonorrhea at the same time. Exactly. Wear a condom, kids.
0: But, you know, if the queen had balls, she'd be the king.
1: Oh, man, 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 oh, man. I'm gonna need you to write a eunuch joke. I did a terrible job.
0: Hmm. Can you not write uh, some kind of joke about eunuchs that I wouldn't be able to? The operating system? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Probably not. I, uh, I was I was briefly considering making an extremely oblique rape joke today. Awesome. And then uh, I was I was like, well, no, probably a bad idea to make a rape joke, hearing this giant bucket of dick jokes. Um, some of which I think are are beyond what your sensibilities would would approve of
0: <laughs> You know, my feeling about oblique rape jokes is that they just contribute to a bleak rape culture.
1: Yeah. And you just can't walk past strangely angled alleys without yeah. fearing what might come out of it in some direction you can't even see.
0: You know what sucks about the entire that entire discussion that we had over a couple of days is that for a couple of days I was walking around going, Rape culture killed my dog and I don't think it's fair.
1: Youth culture raped my dog.
0: No, that, Wait, that, that sorry, sorry,
1: funny. not funny. <clears throat> you know, yeah. I I can understand why somebody would believe the thesis that making jokes about rape causes you, whether you're trying, you know, whether whether you're aware of it or not, to take the idea of rape less seriously. Um, and I think that you know, making jokes about horrible things is a good way to take them less seriously in your day to day life, so that they don't just fucking cripple you
0: right
1: you know i mean like i i like to get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee and if i if i had to really work through all of the injustices and tragedies in the world before i felt comfortable going to get a cup of coffee i'd still be real thirsty and real tired so you know you make a joke you make a joke about murder on the way to the Uh coffee shop you make a joke about, um, I don't know, incest uh, with the with the gal at the coffee shop. And then you make a joke about um, genocide as you're uh, pouring creamer in your coffee.
0: Yeah, like I'm pouring this creamer into my coffee like Hitler poured Jews into ovens. Yeah. Or you should put those bagels in the oven like Hitler did the Jews.
1: Like Hitler did the creamers.
0: Yeah, and the Kramers versus the Kramers. You know what's weird is I haven't seen a whole lot of, like... Granted, I haven't been visiting some of the blogs that were linked to the whole Penny Arcade debacle. But I haven't seen anybody, like, throwing a shit fit about Republican members of Congress trying to change the terminology and the, like, separate different kinds of rape. So that they can deny abortions to people who, like you know, you you weren't actually raped because he didn't use physical force. So you don't have the kind of rape that gets you a, you know, get out of.
1: You know, I saw I saw a handful of like uh, the the people who get outraged about things and post them on Facebook. True. My, like I am probably completely wrong about this, but my my impression based on what I saw was that like. This is probably something that's been blown out of proportion where one of the ways that they're trying to cut costs is by saying, well, uh, since... Since, like, this thing is like, all right, abortion is covered in cases of rape, we should make it so that doesn't include statutory rape because that's, like, a totally different thing. Right. You know, like and 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 then that i can imagine i can imagine this being like the death panels that obama wanted right like
0: well looking at it, it is, there was definitely I, a like what they were saying is if there was no physical force then it's not you know like say like a, a date rape where one person is unconscious uh uh-huh. wouldn't count okay if somebody just intimidated you into non-consensual sex that wouldn't count they had to have a weapon you know it's it's a weird thing to do to be like you know we gotta stop these women from crying rape so they can use abortion as birth control like how the fuck often does that happen?
1: I don't know I don't know man I mean it seems like you know we should if talk you about define, if you define rape as any sex <laughs> involving a penis which you must
0: yes which I must you know what's even better for us to talk about with our sensibilities is uh, abortion yeah yeah let's do it you know what the, the the rape thing's tired man let's let's talk about abortion is it okay. bad to make abortion jokes is that I doubt contributing it. to abortion culture
1: I mean do, is there anybody who doesn't want you to contribute to abortion culture
0: is it bad what to about
1: abortion make... culture
0: is it bad you can to lead
1: abortion make... to culture but you can't make it
0: taste good. You can lead a horticulture. I've had some delicious borscht. Yeah, so I... I, I, You know what? I'm just going to not make any jokes about yogurt.
1: About yogurt?
0: Yeah, I don't don't want to
1: contribute to active cultures. Exactly. Okay. Uh, You don't want to contribute to throat culture by watching the film about Linda Lovelace. Linda
0: Lovelace? Is that her name? Yeah. Lindsay Love... And dull. Lindsay
1: Lohan was supposed to play her, but she was too cracked out to play a cracked out porn star.
0: Yeah, that was the joke. That's the story? That was okay. the story. I mean, it was also just happened to be pretty funny. I'm sorry, I'm contributing to crack whore culture.
1: Um, You if know, you were... I think when you make jokes about X contributing to X culture, you're probably contributing to rape culture.
0: Probably. Um, and... Yeah. Wow, Kotaku certainly
1: did change into some damn. bullshit that I'm never going to look at again.
0: They all did. Like I used to read, and I'm, I probably still will read Kotaku, Gizmodo, and io9. But it sucks that they're like, here's this new thing that will make it easier for us to tell you what we want you to be reading. Instead of putting everything in a list down the fucking middle of the page, we're going to put one story in the middle and then a list that you can't really scroll through unless you use your down arrow one at a time on the right hand side.
1: Oh wow. Yeah this is worse than I thought.
0: Bastards. <clears throat> you know I mean, there's no
1: whatever happened to people. whatever happened to simplicity, Mr. Skullhead?
0: The the milkman, the paperboy boy, evening T V
1: something just happened when I used an arrow key. Yeah man, this is awful. They'll surely change this. Who could possibly like this? You would
0: think. As far as I know, Something Awful still has their... super shit tacular layout. Yep, they still oh, do. Yeah. And I haven't been there in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, no. I, I basically quit reading Something Awful as soon as they switched... away from a, just a list of things that they've added to Something Awful. You know, I will occasionally go... Look through it. Find this. Find the Photoshop Friday threads and flip through those. But yeah, boy, they've lost my zero dollars. That's exactly. for sure.
0: They've lost my two eyeballs. I'm voting with
1: my eyeballs.
0: Do you suppose I have to, Stephen Hawking votes with his hands, eyeballs?
1: My hands were lost due to a botched abortion. Wow. It was actually a thalidomide abortion.
0: You know what I would like to see is a crack whore work? who is really good at horticulture. Is a who who's really what? I would like to see a crack whore who's really good at horticulture. So
1: you could a say, crack, wow, whore, that was some... Crack, A crack crack whore horticulturalist. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, boy. I love it when there's a word like that.
0: Like whore? Are you, uh... What's his name? And that you just love the word "whore" and say it all the time. Norm Macdonald.
1: Does he look like Nor? Does, does he look like Norm Macdonald? Yes, I, I would assume that he does. What I, what I meant to say was, uh, is that something that Norm Macdonald said, or are you just are that is, you?
0: That is my impression of Norm Macdonald. My well, like my that was a terrible impression know, of Norm
1: Macdonald, by the way. Oh, sorry, my like my actual
0: impression of Norm Macdonald would be. So the other day. I saw a whore. Yeah, she was a whore. And I was like, what's up, whore? She was like, hey, I'm a whore. Knock, knock, who's there? Whores. Why did the chicken cross the whore? To get to the whore Mark on the McDonald's, other side. Or McDonald
1: is one of my favorite comedians, Mr. Skullhead. Because all he does is say, whore? No, I, I don't... Like, I remember him saying the word whore a couple of times, but... I think this is one of those things where it's like, oh, all sisters of mercy ever does is say the same phrase a thousand times in a row.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I saw Norm Macdonald live. I don't think he said whore even
0: once. I doubt that. I think that that was, would be like Chuck Norris without his fists.
1: He was brilliant on the he uh, was brilliant on the roast of Bob Saget.
0: Hmm. Did he call Bob Saget uh, did he imply that Bob Saget at some point exchanged money for sex?
1: No, he didn't. He mm-hmm. he did a he, he went out of his way to do us an especially clean sort of vaudeville set.
0: That's weird because Bob Saget is a filthy filthy yes, comedian. Yes, yeah. nuts.
1: Yeah. And, that's, and that, that was the joke. Ah, I see. And, and everybody everybody else was being real filthy, but Norm Macdonald, who's normally pretty filthy, decided, "Hey, I'm going to subvert people's expectations." And boy, he did.
0: Like, I'm not going to be some whore.
1: Yeah, he didn't. My impression to be a whore. of
0: him like seeing a couple of his stand-up things, and I, I watched Dirty Work the movie, and I, I just got the impression, like, here's a guy who really likes to say the word whore. Like, thinks the word whore is the funniest thing that has ever been invented. You are know, like, I don't care if somebody says whore all the time, that's fine, but he thinks it's a lot funnier than I do. Mm-hmm. I remember
1: learning the word whore. Um, I, I saw it Scratched into a table And I wanted to know What it meant And luckily The table that it was Scratched into Was in a library So I went and got a dictionary And I looked it up And then I knew Yep That's my story Gotcha Uh, Fred Levi asks us if we take control of the podcast to please give uh, please uh, be sure to give your files album art I'm so OCD about album art that it pains me when 10 dozen minutes of Jake and Mr. Skullhead has none yeah I don't even know anything about I've just gotta do that I've got to just talk to Stargazer I've got to just do I've got to figure out the RSS nonsense and just do it just do it
0: just do it gotta fucking do it it. you fucking fucking guy fucking do it
1: What kind of album art should we have? I was thinking just a big picture of my erect penis.
0: Hmm. So was I, oddly enough.
1: I know. Yeah, I mean, that's almost always what you're thinking about.
0: Mm Hmm. Not your erect penis, per se, but a big picture picture thereof. A big picture. A
1: photograph.
0: Like, that's been magnified several dozen times.
1: Blown up to poster
0: size. Until it's almost life-size.
1: Until it's almost life size. You mean until it's almost normal, normal sized? Yes. Until it's almost the size of my own dick.
0: Yeah, you th- thank you for helping me insult you.
1: You would imply you would imply by those things that my dick was small, whereas a picture of my dick that hadn't been magnified at all would be life size, right?
0: It would be life size for your dick, but not for the average dick. Are you, I think you're smarter than the average dick, though. I have to say. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I do often have sex with a picnic basket. But only when I'm having vaginas for lunch. Mm. Just a big picnic basket full of vaginas. <laughs> um, yeah, what, okay, what what, uh, what? have you been up to?
0: <laughs> uh, ben Noir says, I'm sure many folks who use the term rape culture get annoyed with the dilution of the phrase as well. And my response is: I'm sure many folks who use the phrase "rape culture" get annoyed at just about everything. Ha 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 ha!
1: That's what you said, boy. You, oh no, you didn't.
0: I'm sorry. I know that it's it's a it's a bad idea to tell people that they're being too sensitive, and that you know being too sensitive isn't a terrible thing, etc., etc.
1: Unless it's because you were circumcised, Mm. in which case it's criminal. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh... Wait a
0: minute, so I got circumcised and now all of a sudden my dick is way too sensitive. Apparently, yeah.
1: Yeah. You get too sensitive about it. (laughs) I watched this movie, this movie, it was like a ten minute video of this guy, like, documentary style, asking his mom why she circumcised him. Just interviewing. I mean, it was just you know, it was just like interviewing people about circumcision, doctors and Moils and guys who were circumcised. Right. And you know, it was I forget what country it was in, Norway or something. Um, that was what started that like like four hundred comment metafilter thread, which was surprisingly for a four hundred comment thread. Like I guess maybe later it went nuts, but the first like you know, forty or fifty posts were all just like eh, whatever.
0: You know what saying? I Might think it
1: is really disingenuous to compare circumcision to like female genital mutilation.
0: And interestingly, because, like pretty much everybody said, yeah, totally. People shouldn't do that. Which is kinda nice.
1: I mean I can imagine how somebody who was not circumcised would be horrified at the idea and think, Jesus, why would anybody ever do that? You know, that's terrible. They shouldn't be allowed to do that to anyone. You know, and I guess, you know, first, first, they came for the foreskins, and (laughs) I did not say anything because I didn't have one. I mean, you know, people would pretty much get used to having any number of things done to them that they just never knew the difference, right?
0: Right. I mean, because
1: it's a thing where it's like, you're not constantly, like, gazing longingly at other dudes' foreskins. Like, you know, it's like, oh, in my culture, we just cut off our left hands at birth, right? Like, that you'd notice. Right. But you're not constantly looking at other dudes' dongs. I mean I'm you, sorry, you're, not. you're probably you're probably well, not well, like, still looking at dude's dongs.
0: You could probably like watch someone say juggle and then you'd be aware that there are things that your left hand could be doing that you can't because you ain't got one.
1: Like gesticulating while you say juggle.
0: Yeah. It would, yeah, fuck you. It like, would because
1: you were starting a sentence about jugglers. Right. And your left hand is using a hatchet to chop off someone's foreskin.
0: Exactly. But it's not like... It's like you said. Like, being a twin. What's it like being a twin? To a twin, they have no idea. So, like, what's it... what What's it like having a four-skin? No, no, no.
1: What's, what's it, it like, like having
0: never seen, uh... What's the Road like Warrior? Having an eight-skin.
1: No. Because you wear glasses on your dick. <laughs> uh,
0: huh. we're, gonna, we're gonna talk way more about our dicks than we ought to if this conversation continues. You want to, uh... You wanna get into some game stuff? We did forum thread. Um, oh, by the way, guys, uh, oldjick.postorus.com is where the the cool little index card drawings are. So I think I think that people should see these because I think they're very good. I'm sorry if you disagree, but
1: you're putting a you're putting a lot of pressure on me now.
0: Yeah, no, just keep doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I uh yesterday I made like eight in order to catch up and I'm never fucking doing that again because it's okay to do one a day because at some point during the day I will see something and it will give me an idea for what to do but when I'm just sitting there with a blank card and having to like come up with something it's always like I'm gonna do a slight variation on something I've done in the past
0: I actually would have like I could see having the golf one on a threadless shirt or something oh yeah not sure if that's a compliment or not to you but you know
1: I don't really know anything about Threadless. I was pleased with that one. I think that was that was my favorite of the ones that I did yesterday. I'm supposed to be doing one of these a day, not eight in a goddamn
0: day. Yeah. The, the the little robots on the binary winner's podium are pretty awesome, too. And I think taught me something valuable. Mm-hmm.
1: How to count to three in binary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Eric writes, Whatever happened to Harold the Halfling? Sounds like the name of a bad 70s porno. Uh, yeah, I just didn't... Uh, I, what I need to do is, in, in trying to redo the Herald stuff, I was struck by how little sense it makes that the bell is the reward for doing that quest, because it is a thing that, to the kind of person who is going to encounter that, I mean, this is like an extremely early game quest, it is not at all clear what the thing is doing. Right, and it's important, and they're going to use it, and they're going to think, "Ah, oh, what the fuck was that?" And then they're not ever going to figure out what was going on. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Um, his the stuff that he asks you to do has changed very slightly, and, and yeah, I, you know, I just, I just need to finish it. It's, it's one of those things that's ninety percent done, and then I got dissatisfied with it, and so it's easier to write dick jokes mm-hmm. somewhere else.
0: You know, success is ninety percent getting something done and ten percent perspiration.
1: Yeah. Hey, yo, says, please don't remove stat days. So you put a question mark at the end so that it's a question. Yeah. This is, I, the whole the whole stat day debate, I think, is, like, I, I, I was, you know, talking about this in dev today. It's It's kind of, at a really atomic level, illustrates the whole speedster versus everybody else issue in terms of perception like you know it's just that weird thing where it's like well you want us to you know you're you're encouraging us to play well and yet you're putting up these roadblocks that make it so you can only get the best possible circumstances for a run once every 16 days or whatever and so that makes people who are concerned with playing well not want to play at all because there's no point in doing anything if you can't do everything right and there's no point in playing if it would be better if you played three days from now. Um, and, And it's just, you know, there is certainly not going to be, from my end, a reaction to that concern that in any way diminishes anything for anybody else. Anything that I take away, I'm going to replace it with something better for people who don't know why the fuck you would possibly be complaining about stat days, which is the overwhelming majority of the people who play the game. Um, so yeah, don't don't worry, A. yo.
0: Yeah, like, thinking about getting rid of those gives me that same feeling of uneasiness that I've had frequently when we've been revamping stuff. But that feeling of uneasiness tends to be completely misguided. You know, like the Haiku Dungeon now is way better than it used to be, and that was something that I was just dead set against having happen. So I'm, you know, I I have misgivings, but I'm just gonna let it let it ride.
1: <clears throat> Girlie says, "What's your stance?" This is this is all from that same thread, which I have not. Uh... I've been feeling too good to read that thread. I need to, eventually, but I know it's just going to make me sad, and so I'm staying away from it until, I, until I'm until i at a low point in my getting some work done. Uh, what's your stance towards inflating real-life time taken by playing well, not bleeding edge? Do you consider it a major problem? Is it high on your priority list? Uh, don't take me wrong. I love all the content you're providing us with. I just wish I could feel like I'm using it well without having to throw two hours a day minimum at the game often more. Well... I mean, when you say "is it high on your priority list," I don't know what we could do about it. If there was anything we could do about it, you know, like uh, we could, for for whatever reason, things that are taken well by that community sell better as items of the month. Right. So like every once in a while we'll get a hit with something that's, you know, sort of sort of like doesn't have any particular ascension relevance. But like by and large, as long as we add some kind of little hook into it that's like makes it so if you want to be optimal, you need this thing in some minor way, then it's just going to sell a lot better and keep the game going for everybody else. And I guess what that means is that you have if you're going to play perfectly, you have so many decisions to make in between every turn and so many different things to do, switching out buffs, switching out gear, switching out familiars, switching out whatever, that it just takes forever to feel like you're using it well. And something about the game must make people feel that way, and I wish I knew what it was so that I could turn it off. Right. Uh, you know, and it's just... It is it is a way of, of playing. It's a way of thinking that I just don't understand. I mean, I will play things until getting better at them is no longer fun. And then, you know, I will either keep playing at that level or I will stop playing and move on. But what I won't do, and this is what it seems like a lot of people will do, is, like, continue to play and just be upset that they don't enjoy... The work that they have to do to play at the level that they're playing at. And, you know, to me the answer is simple, don't play at that level. Don't play at that level all the time, you know. But that doesn't, that's not an answer that the people leveling these sort of complaints are willing to accept. And, you know, I'm not being critical of them at all, because some of my favorite people are like, yeah, it's too hard to be optimal, and I just can't bring myself to play when I know I could be doing better if I were trying harder. Huh. And I don't want to try, you know. I mean, and it's like, yeah, I just wish it wasn't like that. But I don't think there's anything we can do about it, right? I mean, we could we could take the things that are fiddly, deprecate them with something that was easy to use. Um, But I mean, I feel like that erodes investor confidence in Mr. Store, which probably is is bad for us in terms of long term sustainability. Um, Who knows, though? Maybe I'm wrong. You know, we've never really tried it. The, the other problem is, it is almost impossible for us to do stuff like that on purpose. We will do something, and it's like, oh well, this means that you no longer need old Mister Store Familiar X. And I'm like, wow, really? It does because that was a that was a, a, a particular ripple that went out in a direction that I was not expecting at all when I threw this particular rock into the pond. Yeah, uh. what are you gonna do? Zarufan ones also asking about this. Is this seems to be what the uh, what the forums are are thinking about
0: today. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that going around. Do you think that... Do you think that there would be a way to do... If we're going to start doing those challenge runs?
1: Hey, nobody knows about that, buddy.
0: Everybody knows about that. If we were going to do some runs that had some challenges, that uh, you could somehow exempt people participating in those from stat days and keep them for everybody else? You that... could, yeah. I mean I the
1: thing is, like, I would honestly be kind of okay. So, I mean, it's it's no secret that we're that we're revamping Valhalla. Sure. Right? Um, and the and the way that those rewards and stuff kinda work. And it's like I'm I'm curious as to whether like what if you know We make it so stat days don't occur in Ronin and hardcore, right? And then we give you something that just does. I am. I am super opposed to the like stat day in a jar thing. Right. Yeah. I am. I am absolutely against the pause button that people seem to want because there, there are. Yeah. It, 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 it. just. It makes my brain hurt even trying to begin thinking about how that would work. But like, let's imagine that one of the things that you picked, like. Let's say that your moon sign, and not not your moon sign, I know, because there's all kinds of fucking bullshit, thorny balance issues to deal with there, but let's imagine that your moon sign, or the particular piece of gear that you chose to take with you into the next Ascension, just had, like, plus 10% to moxie gains on it. Right? Because that's an enchantment that we can have now. It just replaces stat days. It makes it so the runs can never be as fast as they were on stat days, but it makes them faster across the board. And it makes it so it doesn't matter what day it is when you're playing... Right? You know, unless it gets to the point where, Like, the thing is, I think stuff with, like, you know, well, the Jekyll and Hyde belt is only going to be optimal on certain days, even if you take away stat days. Okay, but whereas a stat day will knock... I mean, apparently, according to the way people are talking in dev, stat days will knock, like, a hundred turns off your run. Optimal Jack will knock three off of your run. In the same way that, like, holiday stuff does, and nobody nobody's like, super pissed about that. They probably will be, once we fix whatever the current biggest deal is. But yeah I don't know there's there's stuff we can do i mean there's there's plans within plans coming down the pipe that present us with with opportunities to address this by you know giving everybody some cool shit to play with but then what does that mean for stat days? you know you you get stat days on your first run, you get stat days in aftercore I mean who knows, right like What kind of sense does that make, narratively? Uh. I mean, we can figure it out. The prism also knocks the clouds out from in front of the moons. (laughs) Uh, Black Slapland says... I have to keep asking questions simply because I find it hilarious that my name changes every time you say it. Anyway, being productive in the quest tracker for Azazel's quest. The Sven and Mourn links route directly to them, but the stranger just yield, just leads to pandemonium. Bug or er bug? Um that uh the zone underwent some changes after the quest tracker stuff was written and that still kind of reflects that. because it was we were it was initially written so that the comedy club and the concert venue would shut down after you had completed the quest inside there, and the monsters in there would go out into Moaning Panda Square, which was a zone. And the idea being that if you didn't get the if you didn't get your impairs and bus passes before you beat the quest in there, you would have to go out and find them in a in a sort of more scattered environment. Like if they were both out there or whatever and then I think that you know it ended up being like kind of confusing to actually play it that way and the strategic depth that that added was not actually worth messing with and so the moaning panda square just became a basically another NPC that you played Um, and so that's why there because there was no way to just directly talk to him when that thing was written so it should happen also, he says, the beer project write-up sounds hilarious. Is that somewhere? Is that up somewhere I missed, or is it just between you guys? Yeah, that is at, uh, what is it, 100beers.posterous.com. Um, if you yeah. start at the beginning, Hot I, Stuff yeah. is only halfway through writing his up.
0: I threw it's, that in to the radio channel, too.
1: Okay. Uh, Clid says I love using the fax machine and I double love it after the work that got put into making fax b- by the lads. By the lads? Is that what you call your balls in England?
0: The, the lads.
1: What did you call your balls when you were in England?
0: Uh, nothing because they don't come when I call them.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you you, you were saying you didn't take them with you.
0: No. I'm they, sorry, that's they,
1: why you didn't stand up to that smartass cop
0: yeah. yeah. No.
1: Uh. They don't even have guns. What are you scared of? Just kick him in the jimmy. should have fault for not wearing
0: a kick-proof codpiece. I should have kicked that bobby in the jimmy. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, the problem is, he says, the entire clan activity log for my clan is now overwhelmed with FaxBot popping in, dropping off a of fax, and popping out. Is there any way you can provide an exception for that one account appearing in the activity log, please? I mean, is it definitely something that people don't want to know about? Because, you know, I could see doing that, but then it's like, if, if it's going to cause people to lose information that they want, then it's something that, you know, needs to have some more thought put into it. Yeah, I don't know. Let me know, everybody. How do you feel about that idea? Socko writes, Can there be some sort of lousy t-shirt type reward for perming a certain number of skills, or maybe all of them? That would be pretty sweet. I think there are only a handful of people who've permed all the skills. I think it'd be kind of a dick move to put in a, a tangible reward for that. Pugrum Dave says, Is there any way to tell how long most people spend playing turns each day? If so, how much time do most people spend? That's a good question. Um, I'm sure that C.D. Moyer could write something that parsed through the logs and gave us, some, uh, gave us some impressions about that. And it's probably worth doing, actually. Figuring out what people's habits are. I think you know, the average would not not be particularly useful, because I feel like a lot of people play and then don't come back a second day. You know, so them playing for two minutes doesn't really mean anything. M Steeler says, is there a reason there's no miscellaneous search feature in the mall? By that, I mean the items that are listed under miscellaneous items in the misc tab. Sure, we can do a search for familiars, but nothing else may just be me, but it helps at the end of a run not to have to search every misc item by name. uh, Name by name, rather, to see what I should do with them. Huh. Are there a lot of items that don't fit into any
0: category? Huh. Maybe. I
1: don't know, man. Uh, Muffkin says, what's the next awesome update that's going to transform our perceptions of KOL, and when is it coming out? I don't know. I never know which ones are going to transform your perceptions and which ones are just going to make you mad. Um, Mr. Skullhead uh, conceived of an incredibly uh, labor-intensive item of the month. I try. It's going to be pretty sweet.
0: I mean, at least if we do it the way that we're thinking about doing it, it will be labor-intensive for me, too. So it's not just one of those, like, Hey, I have this idea for a game called Jackass Plumber. Here's a poorly understood set of rules that it might make it work. Now, somebody should mock it up so we can see whether it works or not. You know, it's a little more involved. Yeah. Ah, I was going to do some prototyping
1: on little pieces of paper. (laughs) Uh... Icefall 5 says, is there any reason that the umbrella must be equipped as opposed to just in one's inventory when traversing the sewers to get into Hobopolis? It'd be nice to be able to get credit for having one, but not requiring that it be equipped. Yeah, I mean, it's meant to take up that equipment slot. You know, uh, you gotta make that sacrifice in order to use the thing.
0: It's meant for me to play at least four adventures where I get the shit kicked out of me by chums because I forgot to equip a weapon again. Oh, cool. (laughs) I don't do very well in the sewers. Yeah. I admit that You really
1: you really don't like them.
0: I have the I have my hobo code binder almost all the way full though. Neat. Got everything that I could get this ascension. Obo Kobo.
1: Uh Stupak says, did, did any of the Super Bowl commercials piss anyone off this year? Nothing as bad as the Dodge one last year, but the one that one where the woman was following the dude around stealing his food seemed like a contender. I didn't think that Dodge commercial was
0: very yeah, bad. And you're wrong. Yeah, I know. Because you think that because you agree with it when you can't imagine women having similar complaints about men that was how that was what we discovered last year you, you got some interesting ideas about the ladies uh-huh. yeah do you? i do hopefully now that you're dating one who is neither crazy a bitch or a crazy bitch that, that you might sure to realign that a little bit
1: yeah i mean i think i think what i have what i have ideas about what i have crazy ideas about is the extent to which a person should let other people make them do shit that they don't want to do for no good reason (laughs) and my impression is not the fuck at all why the fuck would anyone accept that why wouldn't anyone who had ever done anything unpleasant against their will for no benefit whatsoever be a little annoyed by that
0: and not want to do it again being an adult means that you regularly do things that you don't want to do
1: but you don't do things that you don't want to do for no fucking reason.
0: There were that's at least I don't. A, yeah, but that's not what that commercial was about. Right, but it was a, yeah. that was about like, I have to go. I have to get up early in the morning and I have to go to work. And I don't particularly like my job, but I do it all day. Then so, I have to go sure, home and listen about, to this fucking about work woman when she wants behind, to get behind. But the, the you know like. Like listening to your wife when she wants to say something to you is not doing something you don't want to do for no reason. It's doing something you don't want to do so you can get the fuck laid. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It, you know what was funny? The Did you see the Groupon Super Bowl commercials that people were kind of, like the kind of people who are waiting on tenterhooks to be offended were offended by?
1: No, I, I did not. I did not actually see any. You know, I watched the commercial with Eminem in it. That was kind of funny. I thought it was pretty good actually. Like I I don't I don't know what I don't know why that commercial was brought to anyone's attention whether it was like oh that's uh, stupid or ha ha or what I mean cuz I was like huh okay. I mean that's a like
0: that's the car a cool one? with lose yourself in it. Yeah, I mean like Yeah, yeah, that's that was a, a decent use of that song. Now these were like it's, each of them started off looking like it was going to be a celebrity talking about a problem and a charity that could solve the problem, but then it turned into, you know, like one of them was a guy talking about Tibet and its culture, and it sounded like he was going to go into so please, you know, give your money to blah 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 and help Free Tibet, but instead he went, and with this Groupon coupon I can go to the Tibetan food place in Chicago and have a cheap meal. And it pissed people off, but the whole point was that if you bought those particular Groupon things, that they would donate money to those charities. They just didn't mention the charities on the air. Uh-huh. They just kind of turned it into a joke. So, like, they're making light of the plight of people in Tibet while still giving them money and uh... I mean, there, there was one with Elizabeth Hurley talking about the Brazilian rainforest and how deforestation was bad, but then segueing into... But sometimes you do want a clear cut and so I just got this group on for a Brazilian bikini wax which I thought uh-huh. was pretty funny and I also think that Elizabeth Hurley is pretty hot So. And
1: you like thinking about her vagina
0: Yeah, I don't mind it
1: And uh, infantilizing her by having her get rid of all the hair on it Yeah no um, Muffkin says I know the halftime show pissed me off
0: Yeah, that was pretty shitty
1: I thought you... Did you... You seem to have seen a lot of this stuff. Or did you, like, watch a video of it? You know what I watched today was a video of the uh, Wayne's World reunion from the most recent Saturday Night Live.
0: That was kind of awesome. It was, I was nice pretty funny. Like, I don't know, that, you know
1: that was as good as any other Wayne's World thing.
0: It was weird because I thought that... F- for a minute I thought someone was just posting something that had been done on Saturday Night Live, like, ten years ago. But then they started talking about this year's Oscars, and... Right. It had that great. I, I think, indicative of the quality of it, was Garth saying Anne hath a way of giving me a boner. Yeah. So, uh, it, it was nice to see. Like, it is kind of freaky that neither of them looked any older. Like, I'm sure that they didn't. Like, do I was. Glad they
1: got just meta enough when when Wayne said your mom wouldn't let you see it. How old are you? And Garth right. says it was never established. Right. You know, I mean, That was just meta enough. I, what I was afraid of when I saw it was like, ah, oh, fuck, man, is it going to be the I'm too old for this shit?
0: All right, but it really looked like they were just going for haven't aged at all. Yeah. That was cool. Now, we had, I watched a bunch of the commercials this morning in my morning web crawl, and we, had, we were at the bowling alley during the halftime show. Oh, okay. Which is like, I don't It's not like it could piss you off because you were expecting it to be awesome and then it wasn't, because it was the fucking Black Eyed Peas. So, of course, it was going to be terrible. They were all dressed up like Tron, which was, I guess, kind of neat. At one point, uh, Slash came on stage, and he and Fergie did a a rendition of Sweet Child of Mine. Huh, how was that? It would have been better if, uh, like, flabby... Like roided out, coked out Axel had stepped up and done it instead. Really. Mm. It was pretty terrible. She, like, you know, props to her for not lip-syncing and then taking the props immediately back for just sucking so bad you wish that she was. Mm. Hey, we should take a break. We should take a break and think about the black-eyed peas, won't you? And we're back. Hey. I forgot that that was a live version of that song, and so it has a whole bunch of crowd noise at the end <coughs> crowd could just...
1: noise. uh so somebody somebody had asked what the uh, best and worst selling mr. store items of uh, of two thousand ten were so during the break, I whipped up a little report and i was oh. gonna I was gonna go through them in order uh, as soon as we get to that question. neat. Uh, Stupak also had written. Does the delay thing mean we shouldn't be expecting any more revamps for a while? Knob has one, and the crypt has a bunch. You're so close to those. No, no, no. Uh, I am. I am balls deep in the knob revamp. Mm. I am balls deep in knob. It's cool. I'm happy with it. I did. I did all new art that I really like a lot. I feel like it looks a million times better, but it does not look so like, so you know, it, it does not look out of place with other game art. Like it's, I'm I'm really pleased with the way that it turned out. Turned out, and yeah, I'm still gonna do the crypt. I have an idea for that. Ooh, I have the I have the germ of an idea for it. Beowoof Woof says, "Where are you guys on the love slash hate the player base scale right now? You've been doing some cool stuff, but also seem to be tackling some sacred cows. Also, I never knew there was a groundhog on the plains in all my time playing KOL. I love this game. I did we finally automate that so that it happened every time? Must have, because I remember hot stuff." Years ago, making that, making those GIFs, let me, let me look, uh, I can't imagine that anybody thought to do that, uh, huh man, I don't even, I don't even know, man, weird, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I can't find the code. Azulian says, new organ of steel quest? Awesome. New options menu? Awesome. New item of the month? Still awesome. Slash pulverize and right-click pulverize. Holy shit, awesome. Very excited to see what you guys have next. Man, we got all kinds of stuff next, man.
0: We're ready to disappoint you.
1: Chamiko says, sea revamp? I'm afraid to ascend right now because of this. No, 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 no. Don't be afraid. Yeah, sea revamp is months out. Um, anyway, Bale said, "Where are you guys on the love slash hate the player base scale right now?" You've been oh yeah, I read that already, and then I just yeah. didn't answer it. I got caught up thinking about groundhogs we
0: just over move. and
1: over and over again.
0: I don't know. I'm in a uh, love the player base mood. I feel.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not upset with the player base at all. You know, people are. I, there's. I, I find that there are fewer. Threads that I'm, like, super interested in in the forums, but that usually means there's less, like, contentious things where people are calling me an asshole.
0: Right. So that's good. I did, like... There was Um, a thread recently that... you had posted something that was fairly... you had your hackles fairly far up, and I restated what you had said further down the line, but with fewer, like less profanity and, and less animosity and somebody like two posts down said well you know it seems like Scully's pretty pissed about this but like, wait, <laughs> <what>? ah. <laughs> fuck you <sighs> anyway um, yeah we like you guys for now uh what
1: else uh yeah sorry 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 um Lord Bichelot says, a less mechanical question though is, how do you see the speedsters? I know devs of some games enjoy seeing players find lots of tricks and being competitive, and others feel abusive glitches or unintended effects should be frowned on. I'm assuming you're neither of those extremes, so I'm sure it's kind of a difficult question to answer. Hell, you may be entirely indifferent, but I'm asking because I'm mostly curious whether you do things like revamp quests that have delay because the speed community whines so much, because you agree with the community and like seeing competitive ascension, or simply because from a coding standpoint you like redoing mechanics. I mean, I like taking old things and making them shinier and more elegant, right? And so these... You know, the current round of Quest revamps is, I feel like, as long overdue, right? Like, the, the the game got to the point where there were sort of seven years of learning experiences between when we designed some of the content and when we designed some of the other content, and it was... It was glaring, you know, like... Making making the new tutorial, which was, you know, just, I, like, I feel like that's just going to need to be refreshed every few years, right? And it, and that's, you know, we'd redone it once, and redoing it again was a good idea. Um, And making it that, and then actually starting to play the game, I was like, ah, man, a lot of this early stuff is just kind of messy. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I think that... <sighs> These revamps, I'm trying to go about them in a way that makes things more transparent for speed players by doing more of a just, like, back-to-basics kind of thing with KOL's mechanics, right? Like, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that we'd done that I thought we were pretty clever... I mean, you know, we were pretty clever working with what we had, but, like, the way that we implemented some things, because we were using tools you know we, we were we were doing it prior to the development of some tools that we have prior to the development of some mechanics and some sort of like back-end tech that we have to work with it was done in a way that you know it was maybe obtuse maybe a little a little aggravating and, and like you know why not why not make it better for everybody is the question like it is true that the squeaky wheel gets a certain amount of grease but like Delay was only meant to work as long as nobody knew about it. and once people found out about it, it was like, all right, I gotta get rid of it um, because it's a thing that only works if people don't know about it. Um, and you know, it took it took less time than I thought for people to discover it to like suss out that something was going on. And you know, that's great. I like it when the players are smart. I like it. I like it more when they come up with some clever way of finding out something they weren't supposed to know. Than some clever way of shaving one additional turn off of the average for an ascension, if it means you have to do something that's really painful and tedious, right? So, so it depends, right? Like, there's that that mindset. You know, I, I feel like I like I like the extreme spades more than I like the extreme diamonds, just because they're more akin to like the kind of thing that I would enjoy doing if I were playing. How do you see the speedsters, Mr. Skull? do you see them as people who have sex with spreadsheets?
0: I can't see them. They're moving Sparta. too fast. Uh-oh. The, uh, you know... I think that they are... I think it's good that we can... come up with some interesting enchantments and throw it on something, and it will turn out to be useful because people are looking for little ways to customize stuff. So, yeah, you know, in that... Since I think it's really cool to have people who will find those weird synergies with stuff that we thought was kind of one-off, and it can be, a, but it can be a little bit frustrating when people assume that we intended that purpose, and so we need to address it that way. Yeah, whatever.
1: All right, Blister Guy wrote, <coughs> uh, "This may well be a question you don't want to answer, and that's cool. But which item is the month sold the most in Mister Store in 2010, and which sold the least?" I was actually a little surprised to see this uh, breakdown, but what I'm going to do is. So, the top one sold about three times as many, a little less than three times as many as the bottom one. Um, The bottom six are all within half of how much the top one was. Otherwise, it's a pretty even spread. Uh, But, bestseller of 2010 was the Brico Librum, actually. Um, Which is interesting to me, because that one, I think, is probably, you know... What, what strikes me is that it seems like the sales were based on sort of how, how cool they were and how pure the vision was of what they were supposed to do, hmm. rather than how relevant they were to speed. I don't know how big of a deal Brickos are in the speed game. Maybe they're a big deal in the speed game. But I know the Legos are fucking awesome, and I know that we did a shitload of work making that item of the month. Uh, number two was the pumpkins. Actually, that was which was cool. Um, I think that one's just like a lot of fun. It's pure power creep, but uh, nobody complained. Nobody ever said, "Ah, this pumpkin thing is bullshit," because it's just pure power creep. Uh, next is the glowing frisbee. So the game grid stuff, sure. Which you know, those are those are usually the June items of the month are usually the best sellers of the year. So, interesting this time. I mean, they, you know, it could be that that whole spleen-familiar niche is is played out. Maybe we should just do a seal-clubbing club this June and see what happens.
0: See a clubbing um, club that hits your spleen.
1: Next one, which is what, number four? Fourth best-selling item was the Baby Bug Bear.
0: Hmm.
1: Which, you know, is just fun and cool. Then the Cheese Ball. And then the Juju Mask. And then the Greatest American Pants. And then the Hipster. Huh. And then the Crown of Thrones. And then, surprisingly, we sold more VIP lounge invitations this year than we sold Organ Grinders or Reindeer. Reindeer was Reindeer was the lowest one. What's weird is that December was uh, an extremely high month in terms of donations. So I think a lot of the times that... that revenue stream does not exactly correspond to what the item of the month is for that month because it definitely doesn't line up there like this this was this was kind of illuminating to look at this you would think that a guy running a business would pay attention these would be like the first things that you would pay attention to but not me man i don't give a
0: shit it's funny it's like in december all i can see is what items of the month are how the item of the month is doing so I was kind of freaking out. It's like, what can we do to this reindeer to make it more palatable to people? And but you know, and uh, CDM assured me that I don't have, I didn't have to worry about it. So That was good.
1: I mean, it's weird that it sold so bad. You know, it was it was complicated and and designed by committee, which we were we were nervous about that aspect of it, right? I wonder what people were doing with all their Mr. As in December. Maybe just giving them to each other as presents.
0: Probably. They were hoping that they would get some kind of unique item that was totally worth having by yeah. doing so, I feel.
1: Oh, so I guess once once you factor in... was the, How much did the Looking Glass cost? Was it three Mysteries, or was it five? The what? The Looking Glass. The, camp, the VIP...
0: I thought it was land. three. I'm
1: gonna look that up. I don't remember what we did with those, whether it was... It was for three Mr. Accessories. So, okay. Factoring that in, it sold about the same number of Mr. A's worth as the reindeer did. Hmm. Huh. Well, this was interesting. I'm glad we had this talk, Database.
0: How is that going to change our plans for this year? Not at all, not at all. Not not at all. I mean,
1: you know, the goal is to make everything as cool as the coolest thing we've ever done.
0: I um it was interesting for me to see, like I kind of read it as in the past, familiars have been the most popular things regardless of function because people collect them, they think they're cute, they appeal to a the casual player. But now it seems like when we do something that's designed to appeal to a more serious playstyle, that does better than a familiar does. Which makes know. me I mean, think that there are more... Like, our revenue is coming more from people who have been around a while than from people who are just kind of playing casually.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that... I, I think that, that the, the having been around for a while is true, but I don't know that b- having been around for a while means you're not playing casually, right? Sure. I mean, I think... I don't think that the game... I don't think that the Frisbee sold a lot because of the spleen item that you got, you know, that coffee pixie stick or whatever. I think that it sold a lot because there were a bunch of cool games you could play with it and it was just fun. Right? Yeah. I could I could be wrong about why it was I mean I like I did not see Brickos the only thing that we did to the Bricko Librum to make it speed relevant was say, Well, what would possibly make this speed relevant? Eh, we'll just make the fights free. Right? So then it's just something like why wouldn't you do it if you if you could, right? But I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, I think there were certainly other items of the month that were way more important for speed play. Um, yeah, I think just people like Legos.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: That was fun. I, yeah, I'm I'm curious about the reindeer, though. Like, why did that? I mean, you know, by by, I feel like any any. A person who was going to use the word flop to describe anything that they did, that's kind of a flop in terms of sales.
0: I spent a lot of time running it equipped, and for me it's just that its it was too much of a pain in the neck to feed it discs. Yeah. Like having to go to the inventory and use the discs, or do a chat command that was like slash use d.a.n. Oh yeah, they're hard to type. Like, having to keep counting them and using them that way seemed like... that. That's what made me stop using it after a while. Like if I could have done it somehow off of the familiar, like, the Terrarium page, mm-hmm. I might have spent a little more time with it. But I can see, like, we thought it was cooler than a lot of the people who play our game did. Yeah. We're like, look, it's a familiar that can be any of these things. And like, yeah, but the only thing that... It's worth being as all of them, right?
1: As weird Sako suggested, his his personal guess was that the most would be the Juju mask, and the least would be the reindeer gear. It is weird, you know. It's weird that there were a couple familiars in there that were outsold by gear. The hipster, the hipster did surprisingly poorly. Well, no, nobody likes Scott Pilgrim. It was it was it was echoing Scott Pilgrim's. Uh,
0: yeah, everybody, fiasco. everybody loves Scott Pilgrim and nobody will spend money on it. Yeah. Or it's one of those things where everybody I know loved Scott Pilgrim, but I don't know that many people.
1: Yeah. And the champion says, I'd assume either the... Uh... Wait, wait, wait. He says, first, I'm curious about delay for the gallery. Is there a reason why Muscle Class alone has to burn through an extra delay just to get to its power level zone? I do not think that there is delay in the gallery. Um let me look let me look at my list and see There is no delay anywhere in anything to do with the gallery at all so that might be a that might be a failure of their uh, understanding Oh, I see. December donations says quasi-stoic were high in order to buy clan VIP keys in the mall uh, because of Faxbot and Uncle Hobo. That is interesting. I'll buy that. Yeah. Or maybe that's what he's saying because he donated a bunch of money to do that. (laughs) So he knows.
0: Maybe he was the only one doing it. He was
1: single-handedly responsible, yeah, for 90% of our income. So, thanks, man. Hey, and thanks for the tour, buddy. I'm sorry I freaked out about the crazy cafeteria. That cafeteria was fucking crazy, Mr. Skullhead. Oh, the Google one? Yeah, it was just, it was so crowded and so, like, it was like this weird complicated thing that, like, i the the thing that I, that just, like, triggers my, like, uh, I, I don't know, just crazy, like, nerd insecurity more than anything else is, like, being in a situation where everybody else knows what they're doing and I don't. And being in that cafeteria it was like uh, uh god what do i where do i stand what what is any of this where, what, ow, where Yeah, i was freaking out man you were freaking I got some food though it was good and then i ate an ice cream sandwich god never burdens us with more ice cream sandwiches than we can eat Mr. Stillhead
0: Yeah i'm not sure that's a number that i can estimate whatever the ice cream sandwich cookie parts are made out of is delicious. It's like that kind of uh like bendy oreo maybe. Oh. It's delicious. It's weird. It's one of those flavors that's not flavored like anything else. So they're talking
1: about delay being in the conservatory with the candlestick. Oh, no. Weird. I must have just missed that one on my list. I'll be damned. Cool. Sorry, sorry for uh, lying. I mean, I think pencils can see it now. Uh. Lightning just says, you mentioned a while back that path runs were a very small percentage of total hardcore runs. Any thoughts on reinvigorating interest in the path runs? A real reward for doing path runs would be a nice start. I mean, it's the only way to get one of the best boozes or foods in the game, right? So, I mean, I don't know how much realer a reward can get than that. If you mean uh, that those aren't real because they're no longer as useful as they used to be for lead-ins... I don't know, man. I don't know what you mean. Uh, Coral says, Something like this has probably been asked before, but I haven't heard the answer to it. How hard would it be to have KOL generate a public log of your last couple of runs somewhere other people could see it on your profile, obviously with the ability to turn it on or off for people with secret tech? This would allow people to hold contests with weird restrictions and allow the contest holders to verify that they did indeed stick to the restrictions. Also, any plans for new antique items soonish? It's on the, like, sort of, year's priority document with a question mark next to it I don't know I don't know how I don't know how much bang we get for the effort buck from those Uncle P's maps um Blister guys continues to talk about his uh, his log thing. I did ask if KOL could log runs once before. Jake replied that it would be a reasonably major database issue. That said, CD Moyer mentioned recently being able to see a player's log. He used the info to smack them down when they claimed, oh my god, it took me 11 billion turns to get X, so I wonder what's happening there. Are there temporary logs stored on the server backend or something? No, there are permanent logs stored on the server. It's just that they can't... We can't let people who are playing, arbitrarily access those logs because, A, uh, the more reading is being done from that table, the more there are going to be delays on writing to that table, which it's not, you know, we could convert it to a data structure where that wasn't the case, I guess. We had to. Um, But it's more important that we be able to read from it quickly. And so if everybody's reading from it, it's totally different than if, like, I'm looking at it every once in a while when I need to troubleshoot something or CD Moyer, Needs to troubleshoot something. Um, He will do it often to, you know, if he sees somebody making a claim that he doesn't believe, he is really good. And he's valuable to have in dev because of this, too. If we're arguing about, like, you know, I don't think even 5% of people do this, he will go and just do some quick data mining and just pwn people with science. Um, And I like it when he does that to players who are lying about their experiences. Um, Or, you know, not lying, just wrong. Just remembering wrong. Letting everybody read from those tables is is it would be bad news. Also, only the last day's worth are stored in a way that the game scripts can actually get to them. Our we have another box that is like for data mining, basically, that all the old logs are stored on that we have access to tools on, and we are not going to open that up to anybody else. Uh StarWed says, currently the quest tracker is really weird once you get past the quests that use it. It just hangs there saying there are no quests to complete. Seems like that would be really confusing for new players. Maybe at least a stub for every quest that links to the quest log. The words current quest link to the quest log. Um, that's not obvious. I, I know that it is weird, and it has been weird since I added it, but the fact that it's weird is making me go through and add stuff to it. Um, Crimbo and then January sort of waylaid those plans, but I'm I'm back in the saddle. I was working on it today for the new knob stuff, and uh, it won't be long. It won't be it won't be more than I'm gonna give it three months, and I will be done with this pass through all the quests, revamping the old ones that need revamped, and uh, you know the stuff like the level 11 tweaks. That's not like a major revamp. It's just a handful of things that are getting changed. And yeah, adding a quest tracker to that is going to be... In a way, it's going to be easier because it's a lot more narrative-driven than a lot of the other quests. Like, there, there is a fixed state where there is an obvious next thing to do, which is what you need for the quest tracker. Also, Erich uh, fucking loves you for playing nothing but flowers.
0: Well, thank you, Erich. I will never again play anything that is not a flower.
1: Hmm... Uh, and then Blister Guy says, Clerks two, yes, yes. What?
0: And Clerks Two, you never go ask to it mouth. My
1: song, clerks
0: two. Maybe. I don't know. I got that one a long, long time ago. Hey, speaking of never going ask to mouth, I watched the human centipede. Oh yeah? Half yesterday and half today. It was uh, as you said, like pretty much not at all horrifying or terrible if you already knew the premise going in
1: yeah it's it is, is it so is it is just no more it is no more disturbing than the idea of it
0: like i was surprised by how tamely the thing was shot and how like the things they cut away from you know like the stuff that happens off camera was kind of surprising and it was so ineptly done that it was hard to you know, like hard to be terrified at the fate of these two annoying terrible actresses did you think? Who were just bad enough actresses that the rest of the... Like, before they got sewn ass-to-mouth, they were so terrible at acting that I was just very aware that they were acting. So, it was hard to yeah. take seriously. like I mean, the, Afterwards,
1: they, they got to be much better actors once they were sewn
0: ass-to-mouth. Exactly. I mean, once they tried to have the, like, big heartfelt soliloquy from the Japanese guy while the other two... Ladies pretended to cry into each other's asses. is like, yeah, no. You can't have a big emotional moment, man. That, that's just not. We happening. weren't crying
1: into each other's asses. That was that would that was a different movie.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, nothing, nothing, nothing I like more than watching a movie where two women cry into each other's asses.
0: Yeah, I think that was that R. Crumb comic I saw yeah. years ago. I'm gonna cry into your ass while you cry into my ass.
1: Uh Where do you go from wrote. Jake, something was bothering me when you were discussing your approach to games like KOL and how it differs from speed players, and I think I figured it out. The people who don't really play the game at all outside of speed runs aren't actually very common, even in the speed community, at least around me. They're the guys like Darth who view games as a puzzle to be solved and aren't having fun unless they're solving that puzzle as well as possible, to the point of not even bothering to play otherwise. Then there are guys like you and most people who just kinda of play around and do whatever, and if they feel like they're going quickly or playing well or whatever, then it's just a bonus. Then there are people like me who play most games most of the time the way you do, that's how I approach Dominion, for instance, but who also enjoy playing the other way. For guys like us, the fallback from playing like Darth is playing like you. Okay, my playing like you is a lot closer to an actual speedrun than how you'd play a KOL, but that's beside the point. However, someone still, uh, someone like me still enjoyment from trying to go as fast as possible. Eh, I think this was fed through uh, Babelfish and back. Hmm. Uh, So when I say something like, geez, if it weren't for stat days I'd be able to do speedruns a lot more The alternative isn't just sitting around doing nothing It's doing runs for skills or spading something or wiki editing or whatever For people like Darth, the fallback is probably another game or whatever Also, no one really suffers through the game If the balance between work and fun shifts too far, they just quit The thing is that most of us are really smart people and capable of looking at the game and saying Hmm, this stuff is standing in my way and surely I'm not alone And the powers that be are reasonable dudes I wonder if they would change it And if you don't, and balance shifts to the point where the game isn't fun anymore, people just leave that's all I had on my mind in that saying. Sure. You know, I'm sure that there are vocal complainers that have left and that I did not notice. Leaving. Now, I mean and I, you know, I don't think that there are people who are like I can't play unless everything is perfect. But it's like I know there are people who don't who dick around in aftercore rather than ascending because they feel like Something about the game or the community gives a lot of people the the feeling that they don't understand the game. And that's, that's something I'm more curious about. Because I feel like it's like... The same thing that is pressuring certain people to play perfectly is making certain people feel like they're not playing well enough even though they're playing perfectly well. You know? Uh... Starwood says the reindeer is super fiddly and not very powerful, so it doesn't really appeal to either hardcore players or casual.
0: Well, don't hold back. Yeah. See, to anyway, me, like, no, I, think I think that think when we delay. were putting that together, what we were thinking was that it would be, like, agreeably chaotic. And, and, and that once you had the whole, like, Uber thing put together, that it would be so powerful that it would be really fun to play with, and, you know, I thought it was. It was just too hard... It was too much of a pain for me to keep it fed.
1: Yeah, that sucks. You know, I mean, uh, like... What I wish is that we would do Items of the Month, like, a month ahead of time so if they suck, we can redo them. You know, or if we... Or if, if you don't think it's fun, that's a pretty good sign that, like, there's a... You know, you... You proxy a significant portion of the player base. Right? And so, your feelings about stuff are often more important than mine when it comes to, like, some individual decision about a thing. Oh. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, if, if you didn't enjoy playing with it, if it was too much of a pain in the ass for you to mess with, then, yeah, no wonder.
0: But that was another thing, like, we came up with it kind of at the end of our... We didn't have a big window to get that in, so it wasn't done... Like, I didn't play with it until after it rolled. The yeah. Match.
1: Whoa, lots of Twitter. There's Twotten. Huh. So the Quasi-Stoic is linking to uh, linking to uh, the mall, I'm assuming the mall data, yeah, about the increase in volumes and prices in December, and consequent Mr. A price drop. And he <laughs> says, you're welcome for saving Crumbo. Okay, so this guy is posting to the Twitter asking, how do you get them to pay attention to you when you post? Uh, don't post bug reports to our Twitter. Post them to our bug reports in the bug report thing on yeah. bug report. Under bug reports.
0: If you're looking to report a bug, bug reporting i not going is- to
1: investigate somebody's missing item while we're on the radio because that's not interesting, like talking about the cafeteria at Google is interesting.
0: Or complaining about the iPad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or making rape jokes.
0: Yes. Uh, if, you see, raped if it was time to leave, that would have
1: been a perfect thing to go out on.
0: Yeah. Now we just have to talk about raping people with iPads. Is there an app for that, do you suppose?
1: Oh. Is there? Is it, do you think that somebody has made an app, uh, to turn your iPad into a
0: whore? Probably. It's. Uh, I think that's Norm McDonald's app.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see let's, uh, let's go to some uh, Radio Bugbear questions The Tristero wrote uh, a while back a week ago What do you think about creating a skill that gives an extra safe zap For the zapping wand I like the zapping wand exactly the way it is And that's why I made it that way um, Radar says you should have an event that is foretold By ominous gibber or chat blurbs Ooh, Spooky oh. Uh, Linguini lad says, "I wish the sound of silence was in my repertoire." Could the traveling trader sell that skill sometime? Blues, blue. I like I like writing error messages for things that are funny, <laughs> because every once in a while, you know. So, it, like Gamelli discovered the uh, trying to put profanity. There's a, there's a special message if you try to put profanity on an aerogram. That you know, I thought was funny. Uh, Omegle 2350 Oh, the, Anyway, the sounds of silence thing was if you try to record An accordion thief buff without selecting a song I think ah. <laughs> um,
0: Omega
1: 2357 says Can I get a pair of glasses? 2050 OU 2060 OD What? Yeah. What do those mean? Do you have any idea what the hell that guy's talking about?
0: No He's got a bunch
1: of numbers after his name probably means it's safe to ignore. Sterlock says, Can you tell us anything about this new game of yours? Specifically, will it be text-based so us blindies can play it too? Sadly, no. I cannot think of a way to make it so blind people can play the new game. Um, I would like if the MMO version of the new game ever materializes and takes off, I would like to say that I will try to make it so that is a thing that blind people can play. Um, because I would like for it to be flexible enough that you could write a text-only client for it. And to write a text-only client for it, you know, for rapid prototyping of stuff. Um, but I'm not going to make any promises about that because that might be that might be more work than I think. So, sorry. We're not going to stop working on KOL, though. So, we're we're, we're still going to try and do our part to entertain all the blindies
0: we're still gonna keep doing our show yeah which is good for the blind people it's it's not great for deaf people I understand that but you know fuck the deaf people yeah and the Amish
1: you know that's that's why uh, that's why farts spell bad you know so the deaf can enjoy them too
0: yeah I like Rage and Rage's idea for a new dwelling that appears when you have a whole bunch of toilet paper on your house. That's pretty funny.
1: Although, you know, it would have to be better than all of the other dwellings, or you could just grief somebody out of a...
0: <laughs> Maybe just cleaning up X amount of toilet paper could just give you a new dwelling that you can install yeah, it at gives your Yeah, you it gives you
1: a, a toilet paper, uh, I don't know, mummy house... What would a house made out of toilet paper be called? I don't know, okay. Oh, a TP TP. duh.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: All right, yeah. Uh,
0: we'll get right sometimes on
1: they, it. Sometimes they write themselves. That's a good idea. Uh, Bulletproof says, will the L-I-R-R be on time? What's a L-I-R-R? Uh, is Generalissimo Francisco Franco still dead? Will sharks suddenly grow bare arms and take over the world? Ah. Kelty the pasta queen says, Please make mysticality classes not suck against the naughty sorceress. And no, potion up is not an answer. It is an answer. You can say it's not an answer that makes any goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Freezer burn says, I'm ready for a new tome slash librum. Cool. Uh, DasUberNerd says, can you give any incl- inclination about when the next VIP invite will be in Mr. Store as soon as the next piece of clan furniture is in Mr. Store? Um, it's been less than a year. You know, maybe one of the next four Mr. Store items might be, well, rather, maybe in three months or four months, I would consider another VIP furniture for sale.
0: When we put VIP be Bam. When we put VIP furniture and actual content, do we throw it in the store?
1: No, we don't. And that that's and I feel like that's so apparently something it's also something that really drives a lot of donations is having an actual mall market for those. And uh yeah, I've been I've been pretty adamant about not doing it. Because you know, if we put in something that's vip furniture that's like you know hard to get and people are going to be acquiring it over the next like six months do we just leave the key in there all the time like if there's not you know people wanted the vip keys when uh the you know when the crimbo tree came out and it was like nope sorry you know this is a you should have bought one when it was in the store if you liked it then you should have put a mr a on it exactly um I I definitely think we are served better both in terms of the way that I want the game economy to work and in terms of our bottom line by by taking the hard line that I've taken on that hard line hard line it's like a it's like a cross between die hard and a chorus line
0: oh have you watched have you seen a chorus line no it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would have seen
1: no no what am I
0: now? I actually haven't seen the movie. My sister was in a community theater production of it, so I have seen the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's it about? It's about a bunch of people auditioning to be, uh, like, backup dancers in a musical. Huh. To be in the chorus line, someone say?
1: That's, um... That seems... masturbatory. Slightly. Sompum says, "Any chance that the C will eventually earn a spot in the top menu bar? I mean, it has. I guess that was written before the options menu rolled out." Yeah, because a couple days later, Feneldar says, "Can we have an option to turn? Can we have an options option to turn option back to account menu?" No. All of the things that are like legacy changes to the interface that people wanted, you know, we ended up with an account menu option. to Turn them back to the way we were. I wanted to put them on a separate tab that had a picture of Statler and Waldorf at the top of it. (laughs) But I didn't do it. (sighs) Freaking change-hating change-haters. Of course, you know, what did we spend five minutes bitching about the Kotaku?
0: Right. I I would argue that we made things easier to find rather than harder to find. Yeah. I mean... I I get that if you haven't seen the thing before, it's weird to try and find stuff, but I think that's weird in a way that the new layout for Gizmodo is not. Like, once I get used to the new Gizmodo, it's still going to be harder to browse it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, when you... So my complaint about the Kotaku thing, because I feel like it's the same interface as all their other stuff, when I go to Kotaku, I don't want the full text of some random fucking article... Up on the screen, I want to see the news.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, and I want to scroll through and click on one out of every forty things to actually read it, based on whether the headline is something that I'm at all interested in. You know, what hasn't changed is the interface on the iPhone. I more often than not, when I go to Kotaku, I do it on my phone while I'm like out smoking, uh, and it is it is still perfectly, perfectly minimalist.
0: Hopefully. Uh, uh, like, if Cracked ever changes their shit, that they'll, the Cracked Reader will stay the same.
1: Yeah, that's true. I got the Cracked Reader just to give them some money.
0: Yeah. Me too. Uh,
1: Blood Donor says, Can aerograms be marked free-pull from Hanks like the other message-type items? Are the other message types items free-pulls? Like, Is there uh, any reason okay. why they, wouldn't, they shouldn't be, though? Personalized coffee mug. Is it a free pull from Hank? Is it as it is a free pull from Hank? Yeah, I'll make the I'll make the aerogram a free pull from Hank Aerogram is a free pull from Hank's um, Cool Make it changes blood donor who I don't know uh, I, if that's a joke. It's pretty funny because it's D-O-N-E-R uh, So like it's like a like a like a sandwich made out of blood Right. Rather than, uh, you know, somebody who donates blood.
0: (laughs) Blood donors.
1: Grimdell says, Just wondering about the blandness of the Sneaky Pete's and Uncle Hobo's tats. Are they something like the Hobo Tat? Every holiday players will get the opportunity to upgrade them?
0: Maybe. Mm.
1: Or maybe they're just terrible. Maybe they're terrible because fucking drawing tattoos fucking sucks, and I hate it. Always, Mm. goddammit. Uh, says, can we get a right-click to display case option that would dramatically speed up my casing one of everything? (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, I don't know, is there not? I'm surprised that's not a thing that's in the right-click menu. Let me look in our fancy new thing. There is an inventory right-click menu to add to display case. Go to the sweet new options menu and turn it on, buddy. Turn it on. Um. Yeah Are we Are we?
0: time? Is it time? We're getting close You want to pick another great question that we can go out on?
1: Another great question Dead Ned says I really like the idea of a basement full of really tough monsters I don't care if they don't drop anything or give stats I just like tough fights
0: Tough huh. fights are cool Well you can engage in the tough fight to get us to change the basement Yeah that is a That could be a long and arduous process with no reward could be just saying
1: St. Doodle says any thoughts on providing an API or at least a one stop page where tools such as KOL Mafia and PyKOL could get all relevant character info with a single server hit API.PHP bro
0: you're soaking in it
1: you are soaking in it any features you'd like added to that ask Mr. Moyer
0: and ask him nicely
1: yeah ask him nicely because that guy will rip your shit apart using science
0: yeah, he won't just blind you, okay?
1: Oh, Azu asked if I played Puzzle Agent, uh, and it says, also, favorite Foo Fighters song.
0: I'm going to have to uh, go with Monkey Wrench on that one.
1: I think whatever the one that starts out, I'm a one-way motorway.
0: What?
1: Uh, looking for something, what? something...
0: I would swear to God that's not how learning Learn to Fly starts. Yeah, But he's not the most articulate motherfucker.
1: Azu asked if I'd played Puzzle Agent. I bought Puzzle Agent uh, after looking at it. I like Telltale and on the wreckage it, it seems like um, it's like a PC version of Professor Layton that It doesn't piss me off in exactly the way that the newer Professor Layton games did, but it's frustrating in a couple of other minor ways. But I will probably play through it, because the puzzles are... The difficulty's not ramping up in a frustrating way. The puzzles are all pretty easy, which is cool.
0: Oh, you were thinking of uh, times like these, and it does start. I'm a one-way motorway. motorway. Yeah. All apologies. what else could I be? It's all a ball of cheese. And on that note, we're gonna say probably if you're down with that, we'll say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.